Hello and welcome back to the spoiler cast. The show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them because it's the spoiler cast. It's in the title. And uh, yeah, today is a very special occasion. But first and foremost, I'm with my sister and trusty co-host, uh, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and yes, uh, it's a very, 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 very special occasion. And why is that so very special, Rebecca? Because we finally got to go to the movies. <laughs> yes. We finally, finally, after like, for me, seven months of waiting. And for you, like almost a year. Ten of months, I think we counted Ten it months, too. Yeah. On the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we finally got to go back to the cinema. I mean, technically, some cinemas have been open, but there's been so so few uh, um, seats that even even like the movies you don't want to watch, like documentaries and stuff, you don't want to watch in the cinema, they've just filled up immediately. Also, we've had the special solution in Sweden where you could actually rent out an entire theater. Yeah. But they had so few sh- uh, screenings, like the ones they were allowed to show were not interesting, really. Yeah. So. But but now it's all open again, and we're yes. getting new movies. It's still it's so. still you know fewer seats oh, yeah. available. No but more than fifty people in in a in a in an IMAX in a, in a theater. Yeah, in IMAX. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's a lot less in smaller theaters. Yeah, the VIP section probably allowed probably ten people. At most. Yeah, or like 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 a saga or seat. Yeah. Where they only have like 30, 40 spot places. Seats. Probably still like eight <laughs> eight seats. Yeah, yeah. Probably still eight seats. Anyway, but we we went to the IMAX, um, and we watched uh, the Conjuring Three or the Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Yes. So I'm gonna. <sighs> I think we're gonna have to say that there's gonna be heavy spoilers for a new movie in this one. Oh yes. Just or, to I don't know. know, spoilers at least. Yeah, well, you know Probably me. Probably heavy spoilers. I'm, I'm yeah. shit at talking about a movie without spoiling it, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you follow along, we've talked about, well, both the Conjuring movies and the, the rest of the Conjuring universe yes. at this point. So this um, is the, like, final chapter, I guess, for this... Up for until now, now. At least. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know if they're going to make any more. I mean, this wasn't like a... Didn't feel like, oh, this is the end. No. You know? um, but for now. But yeah, for now, for we're, now we're not going to do any more <laughs> Conjuring movies. Yeah. Um, and if you want to listen to them all, uh, two of the previous three episodes are right here on YouTube or on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Um, but if you want to hear uh, uh, the, the Secret second episode, it's actually Patreon exclusive. Yes. So, you know, uh, sorry, but you're going to have to pay... <laughs> Uh, the the astronomical sum of three dollars a month to listen to it and dozens of other exclusive episodes. You also, of course, get to choose what movies we talk about. You get exclusive videos, and um, uh, you get videos early. So you know, yeah. And links are in all the descriptions or at least on our socials if yes, you need them. Yes. So please check us out on Patreon to see how you can support the the podcast and the shows and the channel. But anyway, on to uh, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yes. Um, What did you think of it? Let's start with you today. Yeah, let's start with me. I liked it. Question mark? (laughs) 
<laughs> what? It sounded like a question mark. Liked it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a little. Uh, I thought it's it's. I thought it was a good movie. Um, it it felt um, it felt like it was not a. It felt like it was trying to copy a Conjuring movie more than being a Conjuring movie. Okay. Uh, at some points, at some points, like ultimately, I think it's I think it's the weakest of the three. I think I'm not sure yet, even though we've had quite a few days to um, yeah to think about it. Because uh, there were some things I really liked about it, some things I thought were lacking, um, and some stuff that just felt like oh they're just trying to copy the other Conjuring movies. Because that's a big change this time. Um, James Wan is no longer directing. No, um, he. He has always had, you know, he he's always had the like producer role in the Conjuring universe, but for the main series, the Conjuring movies, one and two, he directed them. This time that went to Michael I think it's Chavez or Chaves? Chavez, sure. I think. Um who previously directed The Curse of La Llorona, which we talked about and I think we at least I kind of like parts of it. Yeah, I think we kind of agreed on that one. Yeah, I I consider it a lesser Conjuring movie, but still not one of the, still not a bad one. No, it's not up there with the first Annabelle. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, and this was, I this was definitely better than uh, Curse of La Llorona. Um, it felt it felt like a real movie from time to time. Yeah, but I think that has to do with the uh, the actors and the the that we already have the backstories to them. Yes, these are these are established characters, which, yeah. which definitely helps. Yes, because um, that's we've discussed this specifically. I think with uh, the Conjuring two, we discussed it more. Um, the fact that these movies are, like, I mean, they're horror movies, obviously. But like James Wan said in in a in a behind the scenes stuff, it's almost like he he he's masquerading a love story as a horror movie. Yeah. Um, because it is a lot of it focuses on Ed and Lorraine Warren and their and relationship, yeah, their relationship, yeah, uh, in in and how that how that is involved in these cases, how that affects the cases, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which in this one was very heavily. <laughs> oh, you think? Well, yeah. I think this one focused less on them. No, no, I mean how their relationship actually affected the case. Oh, sure, yeah. Not the but focus this, as much, to be honest. No, this felt like towards it focused the more end, on... maybe? Yeah, towards the end, yes. But it focused more on... I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm not really sure where the focus... It didn't... The focus didn't lay on the characters. It, it, it definitely... It actually focused more, on the story this time compared to the other ones who are more focused on the characters. Yeah, but I I, I think that's a detriment. Yeah, because the 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 um, earlier ones have been character driven, which which I I I mean not not every movie should be character driven, but these uh, since these, these movies chose to be character driven, I I think they've done a good job with the characters. Yeah, both the 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 victims, so to speak, that seek out the help of Ed and Lorraine Warren, but also the Warrens. Yeah, um, where this one, it definitely does. I mean. A bit, but it like it, but it early drops much. a lot of the characters. Yeah, like the the um, uh, what's the family's name? Uh, Glatzels. Uh, 
the Glaxels, right? Because it starts out with the Warrens helping to exercise David um, a demon from, yeah, from David Glaxel, the kid. Um, yeah, an eight-year-old kid. Um, but then you know it 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 um, it's which is focused to the the older Glaxel sibling, the the daughter of the family, and her boyfriend, who is the one in the trailers who says, "I've done something bad." Yeah. Because he becomes possessed. Arnie. <laughs> Arnie, yeah. Arnie Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they actually gave him gave him a middle name that I don't think they mentioned in the movie. Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Yeah. Well, that's his real name. I think yeah. that's why. Because he was he was uh, credited as Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Oh yeah. In the in the. Uh, I didn't look. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I I, th- I think because it feels like. I mean, the story is about Arnie and the fact that he kills, like, his uh, landlord-slash-friend Bruno. Yeah. Um, and that's the murder that, that he he is trying to plead not guilty for by by saying that he was possessed by a demon. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a real case. I haven't looked into it. I, I, know, I know basically nothing of this case. I knew, I, knew, I, I knew more about the other ones. I haven't looked into this one. But it's supposed to be a real one. But, you know... I mean, it's we always, saw you know, pictures you take of it with the a grain real of salt, yeah. a huge grain of salt, but it is based on a true story. Um, but I haven't, I haven't looked into it. Um, no. But, the, but we, but we, what I mean is, he's he is like a part of the Glaxel family. He has obviously been. He moves um, in with them when they move into the new house, I think. Or at least he's helping them. So I mean, it looks like yeah, he's kind of moving in with them. I, I think he and. His girlfriend, their daughter. What's her name? Uh, Debbie, I think. Does not say? No, I think it's Debbie. It doesn't say Debbie Glaxel. Well, yeah, but I'm not sure if that's the daughter or the mother. I can't see the oh, picture properly, well, and I'm not. You can't. See I can't the, oh, remember wait. what they looked like. <laughs> I'm thinking it's it's Debbie. <laughs> I don't remember what they looked like. I can't find another one. So I'm not sure if the mother's not creditor or if i'm mixing them up hold on actually i can't even find the father so it should it should be debbie well yeah because she's she looks like she's like 15 years old that's not the mother i guess yeah oh wait i found them but it's, the mother kind of looks are you young. looking i mean there's I'm picture baby. for everyone but the mother looks very young as well <laughs> she's further down though judy glatzel well, yeah, but she doesn't look okay. Whatever. Whatever. Um, it's Debbie. Uh, yeah, it's Debbie. Yeah, Debbie Glatzel. They seem to be living, like I said, above this Bruno character and his dog kennel. Well, yeah, but that's after the the haunting. No, not the haunting. The uh, the exorcism. Possession. Yeah, the possession of of her brother. Yeah, when they, they show they the images of them moving into the house, he's like moving in with them. He's carrying his girlfriend over the. Th- threshold door thing like you do when you get married yeah but i think he's just helping them move oh, okay i don't think he's mo- he can be there to help them move you know yeah uh, yeah i guess i helped you you and your boyfriend move i didn't move in with you yeah but you didn't yeah whatever <laughs> anyway anyway um yeah uh where were we before we tried to figure f- figure out semantics i don't know i don't remember um, <laughs> Yeah. Ultimately, so, yeah, we were talking the, about what you thought of the movie, though. No, yes, but well, yeah, one of them, like you had in the in the first movie, the focus was on the parent family and 
what became their relationship to the Warrens. Yes. And the second one, it was, I don't remember the name, the English family and their relationship <laughs> to the Warrens. Um, yeah. He, here, the Glatzel family, even though Arnie was like, he was basically part of the family. He had to move. He was there, cookouts, you know, and everything. He seemed to be like buddy buddies with the 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 younger brother. Yeah. Um, but as soon as as he went to prison, the only person we saw was Debbie when she visited him. Um, and even in when they were in court, the the family was not there. Whenever, even when they were in in their house afterwards, trying to like figure out what was going on, the only person we saw was Debbie. There's one scene. When Debbie's visiting him in prison, that uh, David is there as yeah. well. So it just felt like they just like, eh, whatever, the Glatzel family isn't as important. But it's just like, but that's what it's always been about in these movies. It's the power of, you know, family, faith, love. Yeah, but I think they And love is of... love is a strong component in this as well. Yes. But it just felt like they just dropped those characters. But I think that has to do with the fact that it's not a uh, the 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 demon isn't targeting the family specifically. It's told to target one specific person. Yeah. Well. So the family isn't as affected, and also it's targeting someone who's technically not part of the family. So maybe they just like, well, you do you. <laughs> yeah, but it would have been so easy to just have them in the background. Yes. Even just have them in the background. Or have them show show the Warrens where the waterbed was instead yeah, of having instead just of the, Debbie doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean that what I, that's what I mean to show how it affects the people around uh, Arnie, not just Debbie and one scene David. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it because it, that's it's it's always what it's been in the other movies. It's it's been a family unit, and here it didn't really feel like that. No, not as much at least. Um, and then I, I think that the um, uh, the relationship between Ed and Lorraine wasn't as important here. No. There was a lot of it. I mean, because early in the movie, Ed has a heart attack. Probably put on him by the demon, because... Well, the kid screams, I'll stop your heart, old man. And no, I think that's chest. pretty obvious that it is. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's basically just hitting him. In, it's not like he's giving him a curse. You know? No, no, no. But he's like squeezing his he's... heart. And then, oops, I got a heart attack from that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's not like... And yeah, she there's... cares and she's... She can't move. My my home is with him. It's not where yeah. my house is. Basically, your home is where your heart is, kind of thing. But it's but there's not it's there's there's not those scenes like in the first one when she's hanging up laundry, and he and he uh, comes up behind her. And is like I can see you like doing this. Yeah. She's like, what folding laundry? Like little there's banter no like that. Familiar scenes like just being a family kind of thing. Yeah, or like in the second one when he plays uh, the Elvis song for. Yeah. Uh, the, the British family. family, and you just see her look at him with such like affection and love. Yeah, uh, but also worry because the the visions she had in the second movie. Yes, that isn't really here that much. No, but then the ending is all about uh, 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 love overcoming evil, basically. Well, so yeah. it's just like uh, they just 
oh, fuck, we forgot the whole love angle. So we just threw that in in the end. It felt a little short-changed. It did, I, just, it I still did. liked the ending. I thought it was a great ending. Um, and it, just like the other ones, it always ends on a positive note. Yes. <laughs> Which I really, I really appreciate that in modern, <laughs> in, in horror movies. Sometimes you just need a, a happy ending. Yeah. And the Conjuring movies always give you that. Yeah, you can leave with a... Oh, okay, it, it's all fine. We won't get haunted tonight, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, well, that's me. we have been going on for way too long. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? I heard a little bit now, but what did you think of the movie? Well, I have to say that I was very much in, influenced by the fact that I saw it in theaters and not at home. Yeah. Because the, the like scares... Said, IMAX screen, and we, sit, we sat pretty close. Well, yes. So. And it was loud. I forgot how loud yeah. it is in there. My God, because the s- I loved it. The but- scares became so much worse just because there there's people around. First of all, I don't want to scream <laughs> if I'm scared because I did scream <laughs> for one some of the other movies when I saw it at home. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, like yeah, like you said, the sound is much louder, louder, and you get so much more immersed into it. So I think like even though the scares shouldn't have been that bad sometimes. Yeah. I got freaked out, though short-lived. It's more like a popcorn scare, which I like, but I don't like, you know? Yeah, but I get, like like the other ones, usually in The Conjuring, um, the uh, the popcorn scares are, the jump scares are... Um, At least uh, valid. Justified. Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not fake outs. No, there was one early on with the cereal box when you were like, "Oh no, is this gonna be a fake out?" And it kind of is, because the the cereal box falls down and oh fuck, there was a rat in there. But, but then it, it, it leads not, to not, it's another. It's not as scary when when the rat jumps out because it's not like Wah! it just runs out of the box. Yeah. So that's like, okay. But then there's the whole thing with the rat walking into the the hole in the wall, mm-hmm. and you're just waiting for the rat to jump at him because he's looking into the hole, looking really close. Yeah. But then the actual scare is part of the story. Yes. Because that that's when the 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 curse like finally like hits him. Um, yeah. So when so you see the the priest or the priestess spoilers. <clears throat> the the occultist. Yeah, I guess. As they're uh, uh, credited. I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, so I mean, the scares were scarier for, for that reason, which <laughs> added yeah. to the, the feeling of the movie. And I did find it exciting and it was kind of intriguing to figure out certain things. But they felt, because it is a priestess that is the bad guy, it doesn't feel as much as a conjuring movie. Because they're not fighting a demon, really. They're fighting a person, a human. Yeah. And once we figure that out, it's like, oh, well, humans aren't as scary. No, that's true. Because um, they never but- had to, like, fight a demon. Except for that first scene where they're trying to exercise David. Yeah. Other than that, it's, well, there's the one corpse that they sort of fight. But other than that, it's just a human fighting them, basically. Yeah, it's this, the fear of the unknown isn't that strong when it's, oh, it's just, it's just a lady. Yeah. Sure, she was creepy and she had weird powers, obviously, but it's still just a human. Yeah, um, it was, it was different and it felt less, 
I don't know, yeah, fantastical. Yeah. Um, even, even though she did conjure a demon. Sure. We, we, you know what? We actually had a conjuring in this Ooh, movie. That's which true. we never had before. <laughs> she literally conjured a demon to possess David and later Arnie. So I guess it wins 10 out of 10 for that, I suppose. <laughs> they actually it's used the, first the title. Conjuring movie with a conjuring, yeah. Um, well, the first one. Didn't the witch conjures? No, well, maybe she no, became she, the demon. No, she is the demon. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, uh, we get the, we get an actual conjuring, but we also don't get a lot of demon stuff. No, because uh, there's a few which, scenes. I, we have the one where where um, Arnie kills Bruno. Yeah, he sees a monstrous demon-like thing in Bruno, and that's why he kills him. Yeah, and we see the demon but, a couple of times in the prison as well, towards the the third act. But we don't actually the, see... We only see him reacting to it, though. No, we see it at, at one time when the he's he's cleaning the floors and I guess, what is the, the sick... Uh, um, infirmary? Uh, the, the hospital infirmary, right. Yeah. Um, and the one patient sits up like, he's behind you. Oh, yeah, that's true. You actually see, like, standing behind him then. And it grabs him. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a true. demon trying to get his uh, get his soul, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was different, and it felt felt less yeah, like I said, less fantastical. Um, but I guess I can see why um, they did it because now we're we've moved past the the seventies and we're we're into the eighties. So I guess they they wanted to use a little bit of that satanic panic yes. that was going on in the eighties and nineties that everyone was scared of of sat- satanists and devil worshippers, which was the thing I gotta say it got me a little a little peeved. I, and it's probably because of the times that it took takes place in nineteen eighty one, but a satanist does not worship the devil no. or want to conjure demons or get power from the devil. A Satanist is just a person who is uh, like strongly individual um, and takes some of its like principles from uh, the principles of the devil in as is described in the in the yeah I guess More, it's described in the Bible I'm not sure it's described in the Bible uh, but the way he's described as a as an individual as a free thinker not going to follow yeah. God's demands basically exactly yeah that's a Satanist it has nothing to do with actually with Satan or being especially evil. if you go by Levian Satanism which I guess most people still do even though it's a little hokey yeah. Um, what we had, what we had here was a proper devil worshiper who yes. wanted to conjure demons and also, get powers. Also, though, the people saying that it's a satanist are the police, I think. Yeah, and, and the they're priest. usually yeah, but they're usually not like educated in that sense. So they're just gonna see, oh, devils, satanists, perfect. We'll do we'll do that yeah. one. And also, like it was when it was reported in news. And on like talk shows back then, they were all just Satanists. Yeah, because that's what people were say. Satanists were devil worshippers. Yeah, yeah. They Specifically they back then. Yeah. I mean, even and, nowadays, that's a, sm- it's a small thing. You yeah, know, it's just. But that's that's uh, that's consistent with when it's taking place, though. So it's yes. it's fine. Yes. Um, but I I I thought e- even though she's not supernatural, I thought she was um she was uh, creepy enough to be like. Like a scary adversary. True, because she 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 has that that like evil quality of like Michael Myers. Because all we don't really get um, 
we, she does it without purpose. Yes. She, she just, just wants, wants to, to be evil. To give this, she wants to give her soul or a soul to this demon to gain powers. Yeah. All, that's all she wants to do. She wants to prey on the weak. Yeah. Basically like a demon. So yeah, that's um, true. And she, I mean, she even kills her father without any reason, just because, basically. Well, he kind of gave her away. Ah, sure. Yeah. So he's like, well, you told on me, I'm gonna have to kill you. You shouldn't then, skip your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, and then when we get a little bit of backstory on her, it's just enough to where we're like, oh, oh, we get it. But also, not so much that we're like, oh, now we understand everything. It's not scary anymore. It's still scary. No, no, no she's still scary, yeah. Specifically yeah. since they have that, that two-way connection after um, Lorraine finds the connection between the, the victims and the occultists. Yeah, the earlier victims. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. We're just straddling the line between fear of the unknown and just telling us too much. Yes. So that was good. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... <sighs> Overall, it's, it is a Overall, good movie. Yeah. And it, it works in the Conjuring universe. It's still there. It does have some connections. Like they mentioned the Disciples of the Ram, which is a throwback to Annabelle. I, I double yeah, checked. It is, it is right? yeah, because okay, the yeah. the occultists that kill uh, the neighbors in the first Annabelle, the you know the daughter, yeah. the, the actual Annabelle, yeah, the actual Annabelle, Annabelle. <laughs> uh, they are disciples of the Ram. All right, right, right. So it and is. It the, is. They, a they talk to. They, yeah, they talk to that priest guy, uh, uh, Castor. Father Castor, who's played by uh, John, John Noble. Noble. Yeah. Who uh, I recognize him from stuff. Yeah, he's an established oh, right. yeah, actor. He's Denethor in, in um, the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. That's probably where I know him from. And I, I've seen him in something else. Um, I mean, sure. he's, anyway. he's uh, an established actor. It's just... He's yes. one of those that you, you recognize, but you can't really place. Yeah, Again, exactly. good choice of actors that are famous, but not too famous. Yeah. And and a good good pick um, of him because he always feels. I mean, especially like in when he plays Denethor. I don't know if you remember him as Denethor, the king of Gondor. Um, the Mad he's King. He's kind of like what the Mad King. What the Mad King is or from Game of Thrones. No, but the, the guy who's like uh, his mind has been poisoned. Or- no, that's um. Uh, that's the horse people guy. Yeah. Um, the guy in, in Gondor, uh, Faramir and Bormir's father, oh, I yes, think. Oh, yes, yes, that's gotta the be The guy him, who, right? when they're yeah. fighting in the third movie, he just sits and eats food, and he makes uh, Pippin sing to him. The right. guy who sets himself on fire and jumps off the, the ledge. Right, right. In the end, because yeah, okay, he yeah. thinks everything is lost. That guy, like that guy, he has like <laughs> this gra- gravitas, and then he feels like a king. But then he's like, he's slightly off. It's creepy, and he gets creepier and creepier in those yeah. movies. Yeah. So that adds because he he felt I was sure. I think you were well towards the end. Like, oh, he's the bad guy. Oh no! As soon as he showed them the room, I was like, oh, he's connected. Yeah, and he was. He but was. He wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> no, but it, sort of because he did let her do it more or less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially since he he allowed her to do it underneath ah, yes. his house. Now I know where I know him from. He was in, I don't know if you remember the show Fringe from like 10, 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like, I think it was by the same people who made Lost. Yeah. He was like the 
the kooky expert in that yeah, show. Yeah, That's yeah. where I know I'm from, first, firstly. Anyway, John Noble. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, I, 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 as soon as he, because, like, he was creepy when they got there. He was a bit off, but it's like, okay, he's old. Sure, fine. Yeah. But then when he, he had, had that... He had studied the, the Disciples of the yeah. Lamb for nine years. And when he showed him the his own museum, so to speak, yeah, I was like, oh, he's involved somehow. I was kind of thinking, though, that he would be the occultist. Yeah. At first. But, well, no. <laughs> he wasn't. He's <laughs> just, you know, the bastard father, I guess. Well, the she's the bastard yeah, she's the father. He's the father the, of the, the ba- yeah. He's the father of a bastard child, which yeah. isn't okay when you're a priest. <laughs> no, that probably played into why she became a crazy devil worshiper. Yeah, the fact that he also studied them and he had to keep her kind of hidden for most yeah most of her upbringing doesn't you know set a good start for a life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, was there anything? Like, you specifically that you didn't like about it? No, I don't think so. Not really. I mean, it was yeah, a bit I, I... cheesy with the police scenes where she had to, like, use her uh, powers, I guess, Lorraine, uh, to, like, do parlor tricks. <laughs> but I also <laughs> understand why, because she has to convince them somehow. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they ever like give her evidence or show her stuff that she do- shouldn't know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit uh, dorky, I guess. But it was th- that part was small. But there's yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. This movie definitely focused more on them actually doing like investigations, uh, investigate investigative work, which we've had in all the other movies. But here, that was like usually that, that's like a. Like a montage in the other ones where they set up cameras and traps and stuff. Yeah. And then just kind of waiting around and there's a bunch of scares. Yeah, Here's that. It's part of the story that they're they're out in the woods looking for the other bodies. Yes. Because in this case, she can't get too many premonitions from just being in the same place. Because it's not a house. It's haunting. It's yeah. people. And she has to be with the people to find it. So she has to backtrack the people. Spe- yeah. Specifically and, and the, since one of them is dead. And the person who was possessed when he committed the murder, isn't possessed anymore. Yeah, so she can't go through him, basically. Yeah. Because, the, you know, the, the lady has to, like, conjure the demon when, whenever he she wants Cheyenne to do something. Or Arnie. Yeah. Was, like, Cheyenne. <laughs> that's a cooler name, though. Arnie. Yeah, I, I just want to call In him Swedish, Arne. that's Arne. <laughs> and that's, like, an old man's name. Specifically. Which I guess Arnie is now, but... Specifically, though, because it's mm. Arne Jonsson. Yeah, it sounds like, like a Swede. It's, it's Maybe he's a descendant from, you know, the Swedish uh, emigrants. Immigrants. Yeah, possibly. I anyway. Didn't, I didn't look him up so much, to nah, be honest. Me but I did see a short clip in... Uh, I did, you like, check YouTube for, um, like, reviews and ending explained, even though you don't really need an ending explained. Yeah, I hate those videos. It's one thing if it's <laughs> a, like, cryptic ending, but this is pretty straightforward. Yeah, but I, I, I found that they did take some, like, artistic liberties with the story of Arnie, obviously. Okay. To spice sure. it up a bit. What, what, what specifically? Uh, the things that happened to him in prison, basically. Oh, really? So okay. they, they're... Exaggerated. I'm not sure he like levitated well, sure. and stuff. No, but I'm pretty sure he tried to cut himself. Yeah. 
um, and said that he saw stuff. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah of course, the, the levitating and the priest holding up the cross while he's like, Wah! yeah, obviously like that's the where the, the, where the scary movie shit. comes in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they met. They did show a brief like clip of him standing on the roof with a bunch of, bunch of chains around his neck. I don't remember that from the movie though. No, that's not in the movie. That must have been like a cutscene that they found footage of. Yeah, yeah, he's never on any roof. No, because I mean, he tries to kill himself, but. We don't get to That's see in a cell. Yeah, we don't get to see him trying to hang himself from the roof. No. So I don't know. Maybe that was also something that they kind of they exaggerated and then cut out because it was too much or something. Yeah, that was too. It was too much. <laughs> too much even for a Conjuring movie. Yeah, because first of all, how would he even get on the roof? He's in a prison. Where yeah. would he get that? Because it was a lot of chain. Like, where would he get that? Yeah. So maybe maybe they were like, mm, "You're gonna, we're gonna take that out because it's too much." <laughs> but apparently, he was there, the real Arnie, at certain things oh. to like. Um, he was. Yeah, it seemed like it from what they said. Okay, because I know we read that uh, story consultant was David Glatzel, the real David Glatzel, the yeah. kid from the movie, was there, and some other Glatzel person, maybe his wife, or I don't know. Um, maybe they just mixed it up and or made me mix it up when they so I, I don't remember what channel yeah, it was I was watching. I, I didn't see Arnie in the credits other than as a character Arnie, but I did see David Glatzel in the credits as a consultant. So. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they were referring to David then. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even remember which channel it was that I was watching, so <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, oh well uh, speaking of other channels and, and reviews and stuff, I was really worried that this was gonna be like a bad movie. First of all, since James Wan is not directing anymore. Yeah. And you can say what you will of him being like, Oh no, he's a bad he just does jump scare movies, but he, he knows how to direct a good movie. Yes. Um but also that early on this movie had like a forty three on Metascore or Metacritic. Um, which is a lot lower than the other ones. I mean, the first Conjuring has like 68, which in in meta in Metacritic uh, 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 land that's like a good movie. Um, yeah. And the sec the second one has a uh, a 65, which is still like pretty damn good. This was at 43, and I was like, oh no, this is gonna be another Annabelle, you know, but with. Um, uh, the Warrens, it's going to be a crap movie full of bad jump scares. But it wasn't. And no. since I first read that, and on, up until when we're recording this now, it has gone from 43 to 53. So that's good. That's good. It's on its way to actually yeah. <laughs> find the right spot. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it as high as the other ones. Like I said, this is the worst of the three. Yes. But it's nowhere near a bad movie. No. I mean, considering just the three Conjuring movies. Yes. It's the worst. It's the least good. Yeah. <laughs> I um, did I did remember a thing that I found slightly unnecessary. Oh yeah? The flashback scenes of the Warrens when they first met. Like when she tells oh. the story. She could have just told yeah, the story. You didn't really have to have the flashbacks, I think. I guess. I guess. Because it made but it a bit it cheesy. Add, it it did add a nice because then they could have the gazebo in the end. Yeah, but she could have talked about it or just have that bit. Don't show the whole movie theater thing and maybe it felt a bit cheesy. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I was just glad that they were actually showing part of of their relationship 
Because there was so little of it in this movie. Oh, yeah. and another thing that was too little of in this movie. Goddamn uh, uh, their daughter. What's her name? Judy. Uh, Julie, Judy. Yeah, she like, was, she's in these movies less and less. <laughs> she was only in the hospital scene, I think. Yes, yes. Scenes, I guess there's a couple. Um, and e- even when they're in their house... The scene where where uh, the oh, yeah. lady tries to tries to um, possess uh, Ed, oh, when she's hexing him. Yeah, the Glaxel daughter. Uh, uh, what did we say her name was? Damn it, uh, Debbie. Oh, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm on the wrong movie. Debbie. Yeah, um, yeah she's, she's there, there, but their daughter isn't there. I was when a little bit confused. Her father is possessed by a demon. That was so weird. I was a bit confused if that was Debbie or Judy, because they looked a lot alike. They looked a lot alike, but I'm 100% sure that was Debbie Glaxel, not Judy Warren, which is oh. so weird. Like, she's in one scene in this movie. Because when and they cut to to the hospital scene after David Glaxel's uh, exorcism, um, Judy's there, and I was like, is that Judy or is that Debbie? No, you see, it was Judy, because she has that... She, she, uh, Something about her hair, it just makes her face look very long. She's very <laughs> recognizable. Not in, and that's not in a bad way or anything, just saying. I didn't She's very recognizable, that. that actress, I think. Um, so that was really weird, how they're like minimizing her role. Even though, as we talked about in uh, the, the Animal Comes Home movie, where she they're literally making her... The main like, character. The main character. And there's even like sequel, uh, sort of sequel bait, if they want to make an entire... like franchise of yeah. Judy as a like demon hunter. Yeah. It's so weird that in the actual Conjuring movies she's just like, eh, whatever. She's in, not in the movies. And it's also, it's always when she's slightly older that she's not in the movies. It's always this actress. Because in the Hannibal yeah. movie, it's a younger it's, uh, Judy, so they called? have... Um, Something Mackenzie. Yeah. She's played everyone, basically, nowadays. Yeah, she's in a bunch of movies, yeah. We we mentioned her in the Annabelle episode. If you want to hear her opinion on that, yeah. Um, so Which it's is a bit on a Patreon. Yes, so it's a bit of a shame for for the actress starting Jerrins, Jerrins. Yeah, because she. I mean, what little we see of her, she's good. She's she's good. Yeah, but we don't get to see her actually take place and and prove herself. Yeah. Even though she is an important character to the universe, hence you know the Annabelle movie. Yeah. Oh, the Annabelle comes home movie. It's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Um, so that that that's my 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 big complaint is also I guess part of my big like relief with this one that uh, it's not just about the scares there it's actually about still about the Warrens but yeah it's not as much about the Warrens it's more about the scares and the plot they're kind of connected which just makes it kind of bittersweet yeah but overall. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously going to watch it again because I like these movies. Yes. And I thought, um, I thought, on a, on a technical level, it worked. I mean, it looked good. Yeah, uh, I had no it, complaints about the it, filming or the music or the acting. Like, yeah, on, honestly, like it almost has a more stylistic look like um than than like c- compare some of the like uh, like the color palette and some of the shots compared to the first conjuring i know that movie's almost 10 years old at this point so it's you know it's a bit te- te- technique yeah. um, uh, technology i mean technique. 
Let's, let's move forward. Yes, it's a bit unfair to compare them in that yeah, sense. But it's still like, and also one in looks this kinda, one, it looks kind of plain, which works in its own way. But this one has a uh, like the scenes in the morgue were really how how they were lit and yes. how they showed that zombie slash ghost thing, whatever that thing was, a reanimated um, corpse. Yeah. Um, it looked cool, you know? Yes. I mean, that it also had, gives... It had good shots. It also has a perk that the, this movie actually takes place in multiple settings. Because the yeah. previous two have very limited settings. Yeah, it's mostly just one house. Since the demon is haunting the house. Yeah. Uh, well, it is haunting person. Yeah, well, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so this gives it more... This movie has more of a of a... A chance to have more expressions in in color and and schemes and show different lighting and all that stuff. Yeah, which they do excel at. It. It's perfect, almost. I mean, I can't think of anything that's bad with it. I guess no. The one scene where uh, Lorraine kind of reenacts what happened with the girls. It's a bit dark in the, in the-, in the woods. Yeah, it's a bit too dark almost, but it, at the same time, I mean, it takes place in the middle of the night in a forest, so it should be dark. Should be dark, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It um, just—I just found it a bit weird that they, I mean, they're in a rush; they want to do everything right now, right there. But like, don't you want to wait until there's a bit more light, <laughs> like until the sun comes up a little <laughs> bit, maybe? Bring yeah. a flashlight, something. That could be I don't know because that's that's the thing with newer movies because of HDR a lot of movies shoot in like less light yeah and I don't I don't know how well that translates um, to movie screens but I know if you if there's if if like HDR is well implemented in like uh, if you if you rent it digitally or specifically speci- especially if you buy it on Blu-ray a 4K Blu-ray mm-hmm. like those scenes can look very different and, yes. And, uh, it might be the transferring it to a, a huge screen like that um, if it's shot on digital with this, which this obviously is. So it's not 4K; it's like a 2K thing still. Yeah. Um, I think those scenes could actually look better on a home screen. Yes, possibly. That might be. Possibly. Also, I mean, this movie isn't specifically made for IMAX. We just wanted to see it huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's so weird. That uh, deviating a little bit here. Because uh, spoilers, or I guess hint, hint. Next week we're going back to the cinema because yes. we're gonna we're gonna finally watch after a year, more than a year of waiting. We're gonna watch uh, a Quiet Place Part Two. Yes, we'll have a whole story about uh, that whole thing in that yeah. next episode. <laughs> Which you can though, you can check it out because we did an episode on on um, a Quiet Place Part One. And we were gonna follow that up with Part Two, but yes. we have to do another movie. So there is so a bit of the here. story. Yeah, it's, that's not on all the podcast platforms, but you can watch it and listen to it on YouTube. Yeah, so but we'll 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 rehash yeah. it in the next we'll episode. Re- yeah. Um, but that movie, from what I understand, is I mean, not shot with like seven millimeter cameras, but it's shot for IMAX. Like yeah, the they IMAX had that in mind. mind. Yeah. That's not showing in. No, it is showing in IMAX. It but is. At first it, is. It, it wasn't supposed to. No. But this was like immediately released in IMAX here in Sweden, which I thought was weird. I mean, it it has it definitely has a bigger scope with all the scenes outside and yes. they're on like a, a a big like water uh, like mountain ledge and stuff. It has like Cliff, big yeah. vistas like that, but it mostly takes place in like indoors. So it's not. 
IMAX isn't doesn't make it worse, but it certainly doesn't make it better. No. We, we could have watched it on a smaller screen. Yeah. Which I kind of uh, get, though, because you don't want to, like... It, it's supposed to be... Like, scary movies are rarely in in big scopes. It's the, the whole keeping yeah, things cramped and, and, and tight. Claustrophobic. Yeah, that, that's yeah, adding yeah. to the, the scare of it all. So, yeah. yeah. But still, but we still. watched an IMAX because <laughs> it's yeah. IMAX. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> if um, we can, we will. <laughs> yeah. And I want to I say, just speaking about the style of the movie... Um, if there was anything I did like about the Curse of La Llorona, it was that it's it is quite stylish. Yes, with the always overcast skies and all the uh, colors. A lot of work with colors in that mm-hmm. movie, like the green corridors of the um, I don't know halfway house or whatever it is where the the Mexican kids end up after their mother is imprisoned. Yeah. Um, and all the uh, like towards the end with all the candlelit scenes where everything almost gets like a dark slash orange hue mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, yeah. it's a lot of work with colors that you don't really see in the other conjuring movies no and that is here again because the scenes where ed is almost possessed it like becomes red at certain points and the the other scenes with that zombie thing they're very blue the nights are yeah. very blue because you have the fluorescence and you have the moonlight. It's it's yeah. influencing what's happening. Yeah, and once again, all the candlelit scenes towards the end <laughs> when they're down there with uh, the the, uh, the altar. Yeah. Her name is Isla, I think, actually. They mentioned oh, the, that somewhere. Yeah. Oh. But they don't credit her as Isla, which is... I don't remember him calling her Lila. Isla. No, I think I when he know. meant he, he shows... Um, Lorraine, Lorraine the picture, and I think it says Isla right, in the... Right, the baby picture, it yeah. says Isla, 1932. Baby Isla, right. yeah. Yeah, sure. But she I guess says Isla, right? No, I don't know if they actually say it, though. That's That says, might be yeah, why. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, no one calls her by the name, so maybe they just wrote her as the, yeah, the priestess. Some people probably miss that it actually says Isla. Yeah, yeah. Um... Because that's what someone said. There's a few, like, blink and you'll miss it things, uh, specifically around the occultist. Like, uh, when Lorraine sees the flashbacks, the the visions first. The visions, During yeah. David's um, exorcism. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'd call it a blink and a miss, because it is kind of obvious. Yeah, you... Because I had no idea that there was going to be, like, a devil priest involved in this movie. No. I just thought it was going to be another demon. Yeah. But the whole thing is that they have to, they have to, uh, uh, prove that demons exist, which yes. they have before, but not like not on a legal scale. I did like that detail, to be yeah. honest, because it brought it, it made it even more real in a way, because yeah. they actually I bring wish- it out into the legal world. Like how how does this implicate life? Actually, yeah. not just you know. Oh, people getting and hurt I, and property getting hurt? No, no, no. You can get sentenced to life because of what something made you do. Yeah. Um, and I, I almost, I, I kind of like hoped in vain because this is, this is still like a popcorn scare movie. Yeah. But I was hoping for this would be almost, at least have more of a courtroom drama feel to it. Yes. I that thought there would be more scenes. Show, yeah, to show them like, like show in the because we have a few court scenes but yes like two or three um 
But, you, but we don't really see them show any evidence, show any videos. Nothing really happens in those scenes. No. There is one good scene where they first talk to a lawyer or Arnie's lawyer. And oh, yeah. she's like and she's like, So you're gonna you're convince gonna say me. that uh, it's like he was possessed by a demon. How are you gonna convince a jury? You can't even convince me. And they're like, please, join, you should come home to us. Join us for dinner. We'll show you some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and in the next scene, because she's like typical, like, you know, up and go, go get her lawyer. Yeah. Um, uh, but then in the next scene, she's all quiet, reserved. She has a cross yeah. on the neck, which she pointed out, <laughs> which she didn't have before. No. Because um, she says she's not a believer. She's, she's just not a church-going that, person. That yeah. stuff. And then but he's then like, the let me introduce you to like, Annabelle. And she's yeah. got a cro- she's right. basically clutching her her crucifix yeah she's sitting there in court like and then what is uh, what is your uh, uh, what is your defense she's not pleading uh, not guilty by that, demonic uh, possession I think she says yeah and she says it with a completely straight face because she's a believer now yeah I and do I'm, wish that Ed and Lorraine was allowed to like make that argument in court yeah to be not to her witnesses yeah I mean, they weren't witnesses, but they, they're part of the investigation. They can still be, like, um, called up for... Called um, expert witness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I, I um, imagined when we heard that line in, uh, I think it was in the trailer, or if it was a teaser, when he says that, at, like... Um, yeah, for, for, for centuries, uh, yeah, people the have, existence of God has been... Uh, um, I don't remember what he says exactly. They call it like uh, you have, you have you have accepted the existence of God because when the people sti- swear on the Bible, yeah, yeah. Why so not? Maybe it's time we ex- uh, accept the existence of the devil. Yeah, I wanted him to is, say that in court, not yeah. just to her in the office. Yeah, and that is a weird thing. I know the devil doesn't play as big of a role in like the Bible as people make it out to, but he's still a big part of Christianity. <laughs> yeah. The so, devil is everything that tempts you to do something bad. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering, that's why I've, I've always been, like, like um, uh, taking the oath in America, the whole thing that so help you God. I was like, yeah. well, I'm an atheist. Like, if I had to sw- take an oath, it I wouldn't could, mean I could anything. Because yeah. I'm not under, like, I'm not under God's thumb. It, I guess it would still be perjury. But to have that so help you God line still is strange. Yeah, they are a secular society. Like church and state is separated, so I think that's weird. Well, they're um, very, very religious for a secular society because they are. Yes. They do, you know, the president has to be sworn in by his own Bible. Yeah, and they okay, as well get- say, "So help me God." Yeah, like, but I'm I'm wondering, like, and it, it's a it, nation it's under a God. <laughs> yeah, it's more like a traditional thing. Yeah, but since so. <clears throat> So, so then you have the excuse like, oh, well, it's more of a traditional thing. We don't actually believe in God. So then you, you don't have to like say that, oh, the, the devil did it. Well, they can, they, they can still say, well, the devil don't exist. Yeah, I guess. But then they, but you're in a, you're, you're in a, uh, I, I would like to look, look this up. Like, like a legal definition, like since God is part of a legal procedure, why can't like the that. devil? E- even in a even in a even in a symbolic way, shouldn't the devil be able to be part of it as well? Yeah. In, at least in a symbolic way. I wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like it, they do like believe that that God doesn't 
actually like affect you he doesn't touch you doesn't make you do things you just do it to be in his good favor but yeah. they do depict the devil as someone who makes you do things yeah i mean the devil convinces adam and eve to bite the apple yeah so yeah, exactly. and he is a physical being in the garden of garden of eden yeah so why couldn't he actually be a physical being convincing people to do bad stuff in yeah. in modern world I don't real think he life. Will, but I I would like to see Legal Eagle talk about this. I don't yeah. know if you heard this a YouTube channel. Yeah, Legal Eagle. You've heard yeah. it. It's that would a, be if you haven't heard interesting. of it. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a it's an it's a lawyer who realized he could make more money on YouTube than as a lawyer. <laughs> so he starts making like react videos to court cases in movies. This doesn't have that much of the court procedures, but it would still be interesting to hear his take on it. Yeah. Or hear any lawyer's take, but I mean he's on YouTube, so it's easier to hear his take. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we should look that up. Maybe it will, because it is. Maybe, a, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to to compare this a little bit, just a little bit, because it's not fair. Um, to the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Have you seen that one? Oh, many times. That was one of my With, favorite um, horrors movies when I was a kid. What, what's her name? She's named Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie. Because you like have that on DVD. Yes, I have an old DVD of that. I should really buy a Blu-ray of that, but whatever. Um, that movie, I I would at this point because now it's pretty old. I would call that like a genuine horror classic. It's so well made, and it's oh, it yeah. is interesting because that movie really delves into the fact that like, can we can you legally prove like de- demonic presence or demonic um, uh, possession? I mean, yeah. Uh, that's I mean, what the they have about. I don't remember a lot of it because I haven't seen it in a while. But I remember, like, they have so many good explanations for everything. And you're yeah. like, you, you really start to question, like, is she just insane? Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's the thing. Also, the movie doesn't take a stance. No. They show just as much for as against. Yeah, because they do show everything that she actually experiences and then how they can medically explain it. Yeah, but then also the, the lawyer who has to... Um, uh, defend the priest who's on trial for for her murder. Yeah. Um, like she she does not she's not once again she does not believe in God. She's maybe not an atheist, but she's not religious. But you know she starts digging in it, and kind of like with the lawyer scene in this movie, the more the movie goes on, the more she said maybe something is going on, dude, because there's strange stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, because even if a lot of it can be medically explained. There are things. There you are can't things explain. you can't really explain. Specifically towards the end, like the actual exorcism, isn't really that easy to explain. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, I think it's because it's based on like an older case. I think it's at least it's based on, uh, on like the a true, Polish case, right? Uh, German, German. Right. Annalise Michel, Mitchell, yes. Michel, in the seventies. Yes. Um, and there are actually on YouTube there are uh, snippets 70s. from the audio because they did, they made audio recordings of it. Yeah. And there's the whole thing, you know, about oh well, it's just a person screaming. You know, they can sound weird. No, if you listen to it, I'm not saying it's. I'm not gonna say it's uh, a supernatural, but it does not sound natural the way <laughs> she screams. No. It's it's weird. Um, but anyway, uh. Uh, recommendation if you haven't seen Exorcism of Emily Rose watch it amazing movie it came out right in the big exorcism exploitation era around yes. the late 2000s 
where they made so many Exorcist movies and they all sucked. So that one kind of got lost in the shuffle, but yes. it's actually a good movie. Because yeah, I didn't, I don't remember like ever hearing about it in in media's until you bought the DVD. Yeah, and then um, I think I watched it once a year, if not more, for so long. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, honestly I one of my favorites. A few years ago, I think I just moved into this apartment. So like five, four, five years ago. I couldn't sleep one night, so I was like, I'll watch a movie. Um, I'll watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. I don't remember it being that scary. So I was, I, I couldn't, it was like 12, I couldn't go to sleep. So I, I'll put that on. The movie ends at like 1.30. I stayed up until like 3.30 <laughs> in the morning because I'm, I'm not going to fucking sleep now. It's so scary. Yeah. It's genuinely scary, that movie. Anyway, back to the conjuring. Yes, I mean, honestly, <laughs> watch, do do check out the Exorcism of the Rose. Yes. It's really well made. It's great acting, and and if not, maybe we should do an episode on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, because because it's oof. it's not a cheapo popcorn scare no. movie. It's an actual movie with real creepy moods and, and it has more of the whole courtroom thing that we wanted to see yes. in this one. And that's what I was kind of hoping for in the conjuring. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, that would have been more fun to see to sh- see them like show because in the other movies they have the, the lecture in the beginning of the first mm-hmm, one where yeah. they show the the French Canadian priest which turns yeah. up in the nun movie. Um, in the second one, they're on that talk show um, oh, yeah. where the guy is like uh, um, drilling them with with questions, and you know Ed gets kind of angry when he sort of attacks Lorraine. Yeah, because her powers um, are fraudulent. Yeah, their 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 whole demonology thing is put to question, yeah. which it was uh, it, all all up all the way up until you know Lorraine died now a few years ago. Um, this I one mean, didn't really they, have that other than the police yeah, chief scene. They have the police station, and that's about it. But, but that's it. That's not really a public forum. No, sure, and you have like a bunch of officers watching them through the window, but like yeah. But the movie is literally about having to prove to the public that demons exist. Yeah, it would have been so interesting have to them have show them it? show it in the court, see the the jury's expressions and reactions to it, and like probably having some skeptics going like, eh, "No, this yeah. is fake," and more and of like media a, uh, attacking them outside. Maybe yes, yeah. you see so, the media going after Arnie, yeah. questioning him, but they don't question the experts. Yeah. So then, and then you could have had a lot more, like maybe even their faith being tested, um, because like evidence put up against them, you know, and and more of their relationship, you know, yeah, it, it being strained because I don't know Lorraine is under pressure or whatever, you know, but yeah. we don't get any of that. No, because and that's also the thing because she's in the first and the second one she gets more and more like worried about Ed in this one. Yeah. She's not as worried because it's not a demonic reason. There's a a physiological reason. Yeah, phys- physical reason. He's physical. getting older, yeah. and his heart is weak. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, like, it but doesn't have the, the first same effect he's on it. Hurt. Yeah. Um, and it is kind of because of a demon, because it's a demon possessed kid who hits him in the chest, which <laughs> causes him to stop. have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but it doesn't feel as. Again, it doesn't feel as fantastical because he's not under threat from a demon. He's just under threat from his own <clears throat> stupidity of not taking his medication and taking care of himself yeah. now that he has suffered a heart a heart attack. Yeah. So and, and that that's that's just it. It it feels it's 
it's it's less of a conjuring movie than the other conjuring movies. It's trying to be too realistic almost. Not even that. I just think it it, it needed it needed a, a more experienced director like James Wan. And also it wasn't it wasn't written by the same guys who wrote the mm-hmm. other ones, Chad Hayes and whatever his name is. No. The two brothers. This is David Leslie and... Wait, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick? Or is it two people? No, that's one person. David Leslie yeah. Johnson McGoldrick. Yeah, because the first movie is written by Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes. Yes. Um, James Wan the s- is in- invested in the story. And the they story, are yeah. using, obviously, the Hayes Brothers characters. Yeah. And then the second one, also, Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes wrote the screenplay. Yeah. In this one, their, their only involvement is characters created by. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say when the characters it's about are people real. <laughs> who actually existed. They yeah. didn't create them. I guess well, they created the fictional versions. Yeah, they created this rendition of them. Yeah, I guess that's why. But here, it's, yeah, who's, who did you say write this one? David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. It's the longest effing name ever. <laughs> yeah. Why have and double then, doubles? And then James Wan was involved, yeah, in the story writing. Yeah, But he, this guy wrote movie. Aquaman and Orphan, and he is involved in Conjuring 2 <clears throat> as a writer. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he probably like, helped him. Yeah, sure. Um, um, sure, so he has done... Well, yeah, some stuff. And Red Riding well, Hood. Oh my God, that's I'm a not a fan movie. of Orphan. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't so. seen it since I was like, I want to say preteen. And he wrote Wrath of the Titans. I like that movie, but that's in spite of it being pretty bad. I just like it because it's silly. He's so. writing A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, they're trying to remake that again. Why? Ew, <laughs> he wrote. He wrote uh, The Walking Dead, 12 episodes. Oh. Uh, let's see. I don't know. And he's, he's uh, involved in Aquaman too as well, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, at least he's working with people he's worked with before. Sure, sure. But um, uh, I feel I feel like the I do feel like the script was lacking a little bit. Yeah. But again, it is based on true events, so uh, you can't really take too many artistic liberties, I guess, with no, what sure, actually yeah. happens. And um, well, I mean, they could. <laughs> they they could, but they probably want to stay pretty much true to the story. Yeah. But I feel like some of it. It just I'm missing some of the the. F- fantasy of it all the yeah. whole actually seeing demons and occult things yeah it well, feels a bit too at, tangible at, almost <laughs> yeah looking at chad hayes um who's I, th- I think most of the stuff he writes with i guess his brother i think it is his brother yeah carrie hayes he hasn't really written that much good stuff either well no he wrote house of wax the um the one with uh, what's, what's her name? Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton in, yeah. Ooh, that that's a horrible terrible. movie, but it's so good as well. <laughs> um, that's yeah, a classic, sure, though, because yeah. it does have the, the whole classic tropes. I love that. Yeah. But it's, they it's wrote, horrible. <laughs> um, or at least, yeah, at least Chad Hayes did. He wrote White Out, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's terrible. Yeah, Carrie Hayes as well. Um, so I, I guess they haven't written much good either, but they, at least they did a good job with Conjuring 1 and 2. Yes. So I would have liked to see them write this as well, or at least be involved in, like, yeah, coming up with the story, but then let someone else write the actual screenplay. Yeah, because I feel I like think they would have added some more of the 
demon into the story because we yeah exactly. i wanted to see more of the demon to be honest that's what i'm lacking i want to see more of the demon i want to see more of the courthouse thingy yeah that's, and, that's and those two things that i'm kind of missing because the witch is too yeah too too real too tangible to feel actually scary i mean yeah. she's creepy but she's not actually scary because she is just literally skin and bones yeah i mean she's literally skin and bones she's literally skin and bones she's very skinny yeah <laughs> she looks I, I don't know if that was intentional but she kind of at least in the face resembled arnie a little bit i don't know if you picked up on that i didn't think about that i think i don't think that was i think that was just accidental but she kind mm-hmm. of looked like arnie especially like the high cheekbones and the kind of wide uh um uh cheeks yeah cheeks, no chin, chin. and she's kind of hollowed yeah, what's it, what's and he's called? pretty skinny yeah. too. Yeah. No, I think they just chose her for her features, actually. Her witch-like features. <laughs> just yeah. like they did with the, the, the one who played the nun, to be honest. They yeah, chose exactly. her because she looks... When you a- exaggerate everything with makeup, she looks creepy. She looks creepy. Same yeah, with this yeah. this lady. I mean, she looks fine in, in press photos, but when she doesn't smile and you like add some extra shading, damn, she looks yeah. creepy. Yeah. Well, um, you have anything else to add? Or should we wrap it up there? No, I think we should wrap it up. It's yeah. it's still a great movie. It's just I would not say good. Good movie. I'm gonna say it. It's still a great movie for me, but it's yeah. not as great as the previous ones. No, specifically the not. three Conjuring. I'm not gonna involve the other two sections of the Conjuring universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too much. I mean, we we should do a tier list at some point because I know we at least we tried to before do it. we had our discussion. I I know uh, you and I differ on some of the movies, yes. especially Annabelle Comes Home. We did it. We did do it at the end of some of one episode. Yeah, a little bit, but not like an official list. Maybe or we can do a tweet with an official list because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we need to discuss it again <laughs> too much. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but uh, like, I don't know. We like, we don't usually do it, but what would you give it? One to ten. Uh, I hate doing that. <laughs> I I always give it higher than I want to give it. Eventually, yeah. I don't remember what because I think we did this for the first one and the second one as well. I don't remember what I gave those. I I I think the first two. Uh, mo- more the first one, but the second one as well. They're like eight out of ten. So I think they're good movies. Like, yeah, genuinely good movies. This is just this is just below this that for me to be honest. It's still uh-huh. a good movie. I'm just yeah. yeah. There are details in the story that I would have changed um, to make it more exciting for me specifically. But other than that, technically, it is a great movie. There's nothing really wrong with it. Yeah, like for what it is, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I- I'll I'll give it like a strong six. That's why I'll give it. I'll probably give it a seven, actually. Yeah. If I'm giving the other two eights. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's it. That's it for this episode. If you if you've seen the movie, uh, please leave some comments. Uh, what did let you think us, about it? Yeah, let us know what you thought. Yeah, and, or if, and uh, if we're completely out of the woods here and <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't seen it, sorry for spoiling it, but check it out. It's a pretty good movie. You can still watch it. It's fine. Yeah, sure. It's fine. We didn't give away the ending ending. No, we didn't. I don't think. Ooh, we didn't. Good job, we me. We didn't, really. <laughs> kind of, but not really. Kind of, but not really. Um, 
Oh yeah, thank you so much for watching this on YouTube. If you did that, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the little bell thing. Um, if you're listening to this, um, mm-hmm. uh, or if you're not, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can listen to it in a proper podcast format yes. on every major podcast platform: iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, whatever. All those. Wherever you find podcasts, you find the spoiler cast. Just yes. type it in. And if you want to support us further than that, please check us out on Patreon. And uh, subscribe for just $3 a month. You get, like we said, exclusive episodes. You get to decide what we talk about in the future. You get early early videos, exclusive videos, bunch of stuff there. It's it's definitely worth the money. Links and are all in descriptions and socials. Yeah, exactly. Links, links down below for Patreon. We also have a link tree link on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter at uh, TheSpoilerCast underscore. And on Instagram as... The spoiler cast. Uh, the spoiler cast, yeah, just the spoiler cast. But that's how, gonna have to be it. Um, for next week, then, next Thursday, we're gonna talk about uh, A Quiet, quiet place, place Part 2. Yes. And also this Monday, we are recording and releasing our patron exclusive episode. And we can tell you we're gonna talk about the new Disney abomination, Cruella. Yes. So if you wanna hear that, make sure. No, to- that was last week, sorry. No. Well, Wait, that is last week. Yeah, because, you know... Confusion. <laughs> confusion, yeah. We don't want to give away what's going on here. Confusion. But there are some time-traveling stuff going yeah. on here. So check out our latest patron-exclusive <laughs> episode about Cruella. Um, yes. But otherwise, we'll see you next Thursday to talk about A Quiet Place Part 2. Yes. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias Anderbeke Vedem, produced by Tobias Vedem. Executive producer is Annika Vedem. Direction and sound editing by Tobias Vedem. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.